We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. In a world where the lives of everyday people are preordained by the script that must be followed, a ragtag team of scamps dare to speak their highly unqualified opinions publicly. They dare to go off script. Unscripted the film show. You're listening to Unscripted the film show. You can't handle the truth. Man, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Here's Johnny. You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? everybody and welcome to another episode of um unscripted how are my unscripted nights i almost forgot i almost forgot but i didn't forget it's there it's i've squeezed it in um lewis is across from me i am of course rachel and cecilia is off on assignment tonight seeing till which you know i don't know if i could physically see that movie it might just be way too upsetting so you know you, you do realise if, like, you're not here one evening and it's just Cecilia and myself, mm-hmm. we're going to have to remember to say unscripted nights. Otherwise, uh, oh. yeah. Because you've done it three weeks in a row now. I have done thing. it three weeks in a row. Um, I don't know if we've had any feedback to say, excuse me, stop saying that, it's ridiculous, or, <laughs> hey, I like that. It's not ridiculous and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I don't... I don't yeah, I like I. it. It's pretty, pretty darn cool. So I'm, I'm happy to happy to keep going with it. Uh, unscripted nights, so we can you know, get your t- your t shirts made now, as we mentioned the last week. <laughs> yes, um, we did. Um, I can't believe how quickly like this you know this week and month and year, like this is March. This is I the know. second of March. My son came home yesterday and said, "Mum, it's autumn," and I'm like, "Apparently." <laughs> Yeah. Apparently, though, it doesn't like. I was. Well, I was. I wasn't. I generally don't watch the news, but I went to my mum and dad's for for dinner last night, and the uh, the TV was on, the news was on, and I saw the weather, and the the weather person was like, "Yeah, but the actual like uh, because of the solstice or whatever, the actual turn to autumn isn't till like the twentieth of uh, of March. So like we're still kind of in summer, and I'm I'm bang up for like you know uh, summer lasting all through March. No. No, no, because I'm going. I'm going away uh, near the end of March for a couple of nights uh, in a place where there's a pool, and I was just like, I, I want to be able to swim in said pool. So I need the temperature to be like at least 28, possibly right. you know bigger than that, yeah. um, just so I can get my swim on. Um, otherwise, I'll be just you know, hot tubbing it. And uh, <laughs> as, as much fun as that is, it's, you, you, you can't really do the swimming in the hot tub. You know, it, it just annoys everyone else in the hot tub. <laughs> uh, how many times are you going to say hot tub? Uh, one more hot tub. Hot tub. Time machine. Good hot movie. Hot tub. Time Check machine is a good time machine. But you yeah. know, when, whenever someone says hot tub, I always think of there's an Eddie Murphy, a really old Eddie Murphy SNL uh, skit where he is dressed up as James Brown. He's like, huh, "Am I gonna get in the hot tub? Huh, no, I'm not gonna get in the hot tub. Am I gonna get in a hot tub?" Yeah. Anyway, it's it's much funnier when Eddie Murphy does it. Uh, clearly. Um, Speaking of which, yeah. I watched that that movie. You people. I watched you people. Uh huh. Um, what did you think about you people? Yeah, it was all right. It was yeah. all right. I don't know. I think like uh, Eddie Murphy was very reserved in the in the, the I movie. I think that's what I liked. I, I wanted I wanted Eddie Murphy turned up to eleven. Like I I, I really would love to see a um, you know like a Beverly Hills Cop Eddie Murphy again. I I like that. See, when you say Eddie Murphy turned up to eleven, to me that's like. The Nutty Professor. Oh, no. I no, don't that's... like 11. I want a nice five to six where he's like got his nice calm moments, his bits of wisdom that he chucks in there, and then he's just absolute humour. I, I like him in like daddy daycare as well. I, I like him in daddy daycare. So it, It's kind of ridiculous though because the guy is in his 60s and he, he looks like he's about 40, 45 I... tops. No. It's just very, very. Uh, he's a very pretty man. He is. It is. It's just. It's just ridiculous. And he's got nineteen children. 
I don't know that how for does, a fact. How does that work, though? That, do you have that? Well, he doesn't have to have them. He's a man. Ah, and he probably does have to, like, do the, do the raising of them either. So I suppose... uh, Yeah, I don't know how that works, and I'm probably completely inaccurate, and I'm sure, um, you know, there's no way to know. I mean, it's not like it's on Google or anything. Um, but that's fine. We had a point. What was the point? <laughs> Um, you people, you thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought that was okay. And I saw this other uh, one, uh, a film with uh, Randall Park, um, and it was, um, uh, what was it? I've just got to find out what it was called. <laughs> oh, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to find out how many children he has. Ten. Excuse me, guys, it was not 19. I'm ridiculous. It was only ten. Um, ten children. That's that's a lot of children. That- that's... Yeah, that's that's too many. Um, I accidentally... So Bryce is used to me saying, oh, that's too many children. Um, and sometimes we'll see, like, people when they're out and if it's more than two, that's what I call too many children because right. I'm like, you're getting... You're outnumbered. And um, he pointed out some a family when we were out at uh, a restaurant one day and he said, look, Mum, there's too many children. <laughs> and I'm like, shh, shh, shh. Uh, yeah, it's not good to be outnumbered. No, but anyway. Very true. Um, well, Randall Park has done a lot of stuff, so it's, it's very hard to find the... Uh, was the, it on a streaming service, may I ask? It was on a streaming well, service. Well, how about you keep looking for that and I'll let everybody... We're so good at, like, improv <laughs> and, like, just going with the flow. Yes, um, and. So, yes, and. So we've got a few things to talk about tonight. You've got Creed. Um, there was another movie that you went to see last week... Um, or not last week, but that it's out this week. You were going to talk about last week and then you didn't, um, but now you're going to. Um, can't remember what it was. Um, I watched another Netflix movie called We Have a Ghost um, and I've watched all of the um, live action and animated Oscar-nominated shorts this week, which are out um, just this week. They're out if you're interested in seeing them. And I believe they're at Luna. There's possibly there's probably a few more, <clears throat> excuse me, places screening them. But I'm not. I need to check that. Um, and I've been watching Drive to Survive as well because I am going to the F1. You mentioned you're going somewhere at the end of March. I am too going somewhere at the end of March, Melbourne. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not getting on a plane. I'm just. Oh, sorry. I apologise. I've uh, my um, allergies are, are playing up today. Uh, it's probably. I said on the, when I came in. I said, don't you hate it when you put too much perfume on and it's all you can smell? It's me. You're allergic to me. It's okay. I understand. No, it's no, fine. no, no, no. I, I'm pretty sure my nose started running before you came in the room. So uh, yeah, pretty sure it's not uh, not you. So if I do make any uh, any uh, noises, I apologise. Uh, I know that some people have um, that uh, that, uh, that misophonia. Misophonia, yes. So I, I if have people that. make certain noises, they want to kill them. So I mm-hmm. apologise yep. uh, if I do or say anything that makes you want to kill me. So um, well, you're not eating, so I'm fine. I'm I'm fine as long as there's no chewing happening, um, especially if it's really crunchy. Um, yeah, you can't be around me. So when someone's at work and they open a bag of chips, I, I kind of feel a lot of rage. There was yeah. we, I went to go and see uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania again on again again. You yeah. said you didn't like it. No, no, I didn't say I didn't like it. Could you grab me the tissue box from behind you by any chance? <laughs> um, no, I I, I uh, did I I did like Ant Man: The Wasp: Quantumania. You I only d- gave it four though. Yeah, that's, that's your version of not liking a Marvel film. No, no. The thing is, um, just 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 could you just uh, say something for a second? Yes, I sure can. Um, so I have chosen not to see that because I'm already behind in so many uh, Marvel movies, um, and that's just how my life is now. Sorry about that. Uh, the um, that's right. Get used no, to it. it. It is like a uh, a good film it's a good you know marvel film but it's just not you when you've got like 20 plus films yeah there are going to be some that are just not going to be five as star as the rest and and this is a, you know not a five star this is a, a film where they're trying to build towards the next big thing and so you've got a lot of like introduction of things in this film so that's why it's not a uh, you know it's not an end game yeah, obviously it's a start, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, we, we we saw it in D box, and in D box it was excellent because I really hate that word. <laughs> the the vibrations were <laughs> oh, it just makes it worse. Yeah, I don't, I don't know uh, like how they do it. Like if there's somebody there going, okay, we're going to vibrate here, we're going to vibrate move here. It's like how it's all done. I do not know, but it just I've now seen. Um, 
Sorry, Uncharted, that was probably the worst in D-Box. Uh, I saw Spider-Man uh, No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness. Uh, they were good, but the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was the best I've ever had as far as the motion and the vibrations and stuff like that go. So it was it was really cool. But um, we were sitting there and there was a, a couple that were sitting next to me and they were uh, you know talking a bit during the film and at one point i i said to the dude uh excuse dude is it possible uh you could you guys could not talk because uh, i'm trying to get immersed in the film and you're, you're pulling me out and uh, uh and then all of a sudden uh you know probably not straight away but you know three or four minutes later he kind of got up and uh he left but then he came back and then sat down the front and i was like did I do that? Um, Look at your power. Yeah, I was, I was a bit, uh, I was a bit scared because his his partner was still still there sitting on the end, and he was uh, he'd moved uh, down the front. Maybe they just could not because Cat thought maybe they were having an argument, and so he moved so they weren't going to keep arguing through the film. Um, but yeah, so he moved down the front. She, maybe he just really didn't like his seat, and he kept trying to convince her to move down to the front. And she's like, no, that's not going to happen because who sits at the front? I mean, you you do, but yeah. and lots of people do. But anyway, he left because he felt like he felt shame. He felt like shame from talking in the sh- in the sh- which you should if you talk at a cinema feel shame. You should, you should. But the thing was, he was kind of like a buffer because uh, once he'd moved, I realised just how much of a loud chewer she was. Oh no! Um, because she had a, a big big old bucket of popcorn there going on, and uh, it was the uh, you know I. Like, I'm not. I've got not got misophonia. You know, I, there's, I've never wanted to kill anyone because of the way they eat. Uh, but I uh, don't want to kill anyone. I just want to maim them. I, I did. I did feel a little bit stabby with uh, with yep. her because, um, yep. like, because sometimes cat accuses me of eating with my mouth open. But I, I, I don't eat like this. This is like <laughs> it was like my god. It's like Pac Man. It was like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I swear to God, I thought there was going to be three ghosts chasing her, but. Um, yeah, so it was. It was kind of uh, that was that was annoying, but I still managed to get myself immersed in the film, and I did enjoy it in the in the D box. So it was good. But uh, we uh, watched it, the film always be my maybe, which is a film with Randall Park in it. Oh yes, I tried to watch that, and I couldn't get into it. Did you not? Ah, right. I, I think I need to give it another go. I just, I don't know. I got about twenty minutes in, and I was like. You know what I got to? I got to Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? You only got, you got Keanu Reeves? And I love Keanu Reeves. But for some reason, it must have just been my my mood that day. I just wasn't captured because I have been told it's good. I think it was probably because uh, in this film, Keanu Reeves plays a bit of a dick. And you go, hang on a tick. Keanu Reeves, not a bit of a dick, and so you, there, there was this a, is not a believable script. I'm yeah, not watching any longer. Exactly, you just you had this this uh, you know cognitive dissonance thing going mm-hmm. on there. You just, your mind couldn't like you know, rationalize it. You were going around walking up, people going, "Keanu Reeves is not a dick," and I'm going, "I know, right?" And so um, yeah, it just didn't make any sense to you. Yeah. Um, but it, it was an interesting film because I, I said to Cat, "Look, um, I need to put my comics in order because I uh, hadn't like put my comics in order for uh, just over a year, I think now at this point." So there was a, a box and a half of comics that were just you know all over the place, and that's that's very frustrating for me. Um, they need to be in alphanumerical order. I completely understand. Yeah. I feel you. And and so uh, I, I was there. Uh, we're upstairs because there's a big open space, and I can like lay the comics out. There's nothing that makes me feel happier than like just seeing comics. Uh, you You're know, making me. me happy just thinking about it, like <laughs> alphabetizing and putting things in numerical order. It just it makes me feel happy. I just uh, the, the people at home won't uh, obviously they won't be able to see this. I can't um, under I, it, uh, disorder makes me really uncomfortable. I, I, I have will, control issues clearly. I will. I'll post this on uh, on the um, uh, the Facebook. So I, I am in my pajamas, but uh, they're not they're not sexy or anything like that. So oh you'll be, bummer! You'll, you'll be fine. Uh, but I'll just show you Rachel that picture. So oh, you, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. So yeah, so that's that's me seeing there. Uh, you know, uh, you know, forty-seven year old man uh, sorting out his comics. So nothing wrong with that. I know, I agree. Uh, but yeah, so I, I was wanted a film where I could be, you know, watch it, but kind of like you know, be doing my thing as well. Yeah, and it was a great movie for that because you know, Randall Park is is awesome. But the, the film starts and Randall Park and Ali Wong are like teenagers. And I'm like, have they cast other people or have they de-aged them? Because they, they, he looked so different. But it was him. Um, 
But yeah, it was a it was quite a quite a good film about you know being uh, you, you know he was wanting to stay in I think it was Philadelphia where it was set, um, and she was a high flying chef opening restaurants all over the world. Uh, they'd had a like thing when they were younger, and he comes home. So it's a rom com, but it was just a really good rom com, and like throwing Keanu Reeves into the mix as well. Um, it was just it was just interesting to see him playing a role playing so far away from who we know Keanu Reeves to be. So he's in the rest of the film. It's not just a one scene and no, it's no, done. No, he's, no, he's mainly in that one scene of the film. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's still, I was like, I didn't know he was in it. And so when he came in, I was like, oh, my God, that's Keanu It's like Reeves. a little present. It was. It was like a little present. But, yeah, no, it was it was really cool. Um, so I would, yeah, highly recommend it. I think, what, is it on Netflix? I feel like it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix, yes. Mm. It is a Netflix movie. So uh, I, I will give... Um, I will give that one uh, for for um, like big plates mm-hmm. with a small amount of food on it. Oh, most frustrating thing <laughs> ever. All right, well, we might go to a uh, sponsor and come back and do some reviews. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. So, what do we want to talk about? Well, I was you gonna, saw Creed. I was going to. I was just going to say, like, Creed. I, I, yeah, I did take my allergy medication this morning, and that could be an issue with why I'm having. I would now. assume that since you have allergies and you didn't take the allergy medication, mm. I, I reckon that's what's going on. It could, could be the case. Um, what would it be like to shove tissues up in your nostrils, um, and like then just leave them there so so it doesn't leak and then you could just sound really nasal. It, it would be hard to breathe. I, I th- oh, look, breathing's just overrated. <laughs> the, the other day, uh, we, Kat and I went into the city to have, have lunch and then we were coming home and she goes, oh, do you want some water? And I, I took a sip of water and it just went the wrong way and I choked. Oh, and then I hate that. And then I hiccuped and then I kept on hiccuping. I was really annoying. <laughs> I, I hate hiccups. And then I, uh, you know, eventually we got home and I was just like, okay, I'm going to go do put the laundry out that'll like take my mind off it and also the bending down picking up and pegging thing helped and then my hiccups went away i went awesome now i'm gonna have a nap and i went i had a nap and i got up and the cat was like cool let's record diz down under and so we went and recorded diz down under and then during diz down under i blew my nose and then i think i sneezed at the same time and the hiccups came back <laughs> worst thing two Two lots of hiccups in one day. How often? I've never had that before. Really annoying. And then I, I said to myself, like, um, okay, I got rid of the hiccups before by putting out the laundry. I have no more laundry to put out. What if I mime putting out the laundry right. to see if that works? And it did. Look, you've, you've come up with a new cure for the hiccups because normally it's like hold your breath or drink from a, a, a cup of water upside down. Um get someone to scare you, which is normally what I try to do to Bryce when he hiccups, but um, never really, nothing works. No. But right. they get him to put out the laundry. So <laughs> that, <laughs> Good luck with that. It's like Bryce has got hiccups, right, go turn on the washing machine. I, I also hate the hiccups because they are extremely painful. They are. They I are. don't think kids have, I don't think kids have that pain when they have the hiccups, but I'm like, it's, it really hurts. I don't like it. And yeah, I don't, that's why I don't like when people like try to tickle me and stuff as well. Because that tickling, if they go for too long, that gives you hiccups. Y- yes. Yeah. So this, this is what happens with Bryce, and if he lasts too much, he gets the hiccups. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not good. Keep away from comedians. It's just uh, yeah. Ah, oh, yep. <laughs> I I don't get the hiccups when I when I laugh, so I'm okay. So yeah, I, I can see comedians. Speaking of comedies, let's yep. just. Take that segue and run with it. Fantastic. Um, I watched yet another Netflix movie that I became aware of because Tignatara was talking about it because she's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a Tignatara obsession. Obsession. It just sounds like that over I think the last this is few the weeks. Third week in a row that you've mentioned Tignatara. I just can't help myself. She's just everywhere right now. Mm. Um, but just specifically on Netflix she's in the so podcast. In right now. She is so in right now. Um, it's called We Have a Ghost and. Um, basically, a family moves into this really rundown house. Um, there's a reason it's rundown. Nobody wants to buy it um, because it has a ghost, obviously. Um, and that ghost is played by um, David. I want to say David Harbour, but I'm I'm wrong. Is the guy the guy from um, uh, Stranger Things? It is. That's David Harbour, isn't it? It is. Yeah. 
I don't know why I was doubting myself. It is indeed David Harbour. Uh, Harbour. Yes, so he is the ghost. Um, he doesn't speak, but, um, yeah, lots of pretend ghosty things happen. Um, this is a comedy, So wait, what's this called again? So this is Coast... Coast. This is called We Have a Ghost. So, yeah, so I, I ask this now because uh, you know we've already we've made that mistake once of not telling people what the yes, thing is called. And I know. I, I, you did mention before that it was called We Have a Ghost. So we've uh-huh. now mentioned it three times. Yep. We're and good. I try to mention it at the end because when I listen to podcasts and they're talking about something, they'll say it at the start and then they'll talk about it. But I can't remember what they said at the start. So no. I'm like, what were they talking about? And it's really frustrating. So I have to try and remember to mention it at the end as well. So um, this family of four moves in. Um, the youngest, who's uh, a dude called Kevin, goes upstairs to have a look at the basement. Um, and David Harper's Harper Harper's Harper. character of Ernest, the ghost, appears and he tries to scare him. And Kevin's just like recording it and pissing himself laughing because he's like, dude, seriously, my life is so messed up that this is nothing, seriously. Um, So that kind of sets the tone for the movie. Um, You can see where the comedy comes in. Uh, The dad is played by Anthony Mackie. Captain America himself. I was a little bit taken aback by that. I'm like, please don't mix those two. I just, I don't know, I don't know why, but I was just like, you're better than this, Anthony. Come on, you're better than this. He's Um, a good comic actor as well. He is a good comic actor, but this movie was like, I don't think it really knew what it was doing because it was a comedy, but then there were like moments of, um, you know, that was supposed to be uh, like dramatic and tear-jerkery and then they throw in this like, um, this force... So so the dad finds out about this video, he puts it online and then it becomes huge and then they end up getting like um, Jennifer Coolidge's character comes in as like, you know, a medium to the stars or whatever and then they're on like, you know, Dr Phil and it just becomes bigger than Ben-Hur, right? Um, and what ends up happening is Tignataro is this person who is writing these books about ghosts but she used to be part of the government who tried to capture ghosts like Ghostbusters Mm. Um, and so then there's this whole government thing that comes in. It just felt like a movie that wasn't sure what it wanted to be. Um, So I was disappointed and there were a couple of funny bits um, and there is something about David Harbour's face that just he's so very expressive that I liked the fact that he had no words because his face just kind of said it all. Um, so he he's he was the standout, really. Um, he just can make anything good. But the rest of the movie was a bit... I, I was disappointed. So um, I'm only going to give this um, three unloaded guns. Nice. Mm. <laughs> Yes, it's on Netflix and it's um, We Have a Ghost. Oh, you know what was good in this, actually? There's a scene where, you know, you upload something into social media and then it becomes meme-like and then everybody on TikTok is doing, like, different stuff with the meme that came out of the viral video that they have put out. That was good because I felt like it was a real... Um, good snapshot of what happens when something goes viral and how it can develop into like there's all different people on TikTok who are like, you know, ghosts' rights matter and <sighs> and then there's like people who are in love with him, the ghost, and then there's people who are doing like random challenges because of the ghost. It just, the madness that is the internet kind of felt like it was explained in that one scene. Right. So that I liked, but I digress. Fair Shall enough. we move on? It sounds it sounds good. I, I, I like the sound of it. I will I give that a, it, give that a It's crack. a movie to put on in the background while you're sorting your comic books. Right. That's cool. Have you sorted everything? Well, I have, have kind of. Like the thing is... Can you find something else to do? Yeah. <laughs> put your laundry. Like don't fold it for a week and then have it... No, because it'll be all wrinkled. Don't do that. That'll make me really sad. Yeah. No, no. It's uh, Find something you can do. That's right. I'll just get a box of comics and i just like you know, take them out one by one and look at them and just go, oh, I'll put it back. Yes, uh, it's it's a back. background movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> now, okay, so I went and saw Creed, th- Creed 3 uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, and I have seen, uh, you know, the Rocky films and I've seen uh, the Creed 1 and Creed 2. Um, and, I, like, I 
when I saw Creed 3, I didn't think it was as good as uh, Creed 1 and Creed 2. Um, I, I, I thought that the, you know, uh, the, the, the reason for him, you know, fighting and stuff like that, like the, the build-up wasn't, wasn't there. But I just looked at Rotten Tomatoes and mm. I'm not saying like, you know, I'm going to change my opinion because of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, my opinion is my opinion and that's just the, the, the way it is. But Rotten Tomatoes, um, they loved it. Like uh, the, 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 there's 107 reviews and the tomato meter is like 91% and the audience score is 97% uh, with 50 verified ratings. Now, that's not a huge amount, but mm. it's clear that the people who have seen it are, are loving it. Enjoying it. Um, but... It's just like to me, the first uh, Creed film and the second Creed film, like they were really good. And they made so much sense. Like the the idea that Adonis, uh, so that the, that uh, Apollo Creed had a son that was born after he died in the ring, and that son uh, wants to you know follow not so much follow his father's footsteps, but make his own way in, mm. in, in life and seeks out Rocky Balboa to help him do that and then builds him up to become the, the boxer that he is. Um, that completely makes sense. That's a, a really good story. Then in the second film, you've got uh, Creed facing uh, Drago. Uh, uh, so Victor Drago, the son of Ivan Drago. Now, Ivan Drago was the guy that killed his dad in the ring. So that's like that really makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. There's a there's a real you know reason for him to want to fight. There's a real reason for him to want to win. Now, in Creed three, uh, you've you've got uh, you've got Creed. Uh, he is the the world champion, the unified world champion. He's got more belts and he has waists to put them on. Um, <laughs> so and, he's got two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's actually got three, I think. But anyway. <laughs> I, I digress. Lots of belts. And boxing belts are very ugly compared to wrestling belts, let me just say. Uh, so he is like you know, top of the world and he's like champion and he's like, that's it. I'm done. I've got nothing more to prove in the boxing world as far as in the ring. I'm going to focus on having a gym and training the next generation of boxers. And so he does that. And his wife, Bianca, played by Tessa Thompson, um, she was losing her hearing because she was a, a singer and just the whole environment was killing her hearing. So she's decided to step away from that and become a producer and like write songs for other people. So they're both kind of like, you know, they're retired from the, the main thing they did and they're, they're focusing it's a on... The new phase. Yeah, the new, the new phase. Um, but then you get the, the spanner of the works that's thrown in there, which is Jonathan Major's character, Damien Anderson. Now, Damien was a person that uh, Adonis Creed was you know, hanging out with when he was a kid. Uh, Damien was a you know, Golden Gloves champion, so like an amateur boxing champion. Like in his future, there was Olympics, there, there was you know, turning pro, there was becoming a world champion. But due to a stupid mistake as a teenager he ends up in jail for 18 years wow and so he gets released from jail he comes out he wants to reconnect with adonis uh who's kind of like moved on obviously he's had all the success in the world and so he he wants to reconnect and uh he wants to you know achieve his dreams of becoming the world boxing champion and the you know, if you've seen the trailer for this film, you know that it's going to come down to Adonis Creed versus Damian Anderson for like the world title kind of thing. You you know that that that's where this film is inevitably heading. But the the way that they they kind of get there, like you know, in the the first uh, two films, I know why Adonis Creed is fighting. In this film, he's retired, and. I don't really know why he came back mm. to to fight. Um, uh, Essentially, his mate from growing up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like I don't understand the like. See, this is. I would like to do a tangency on this film. Yeah, and explain where I'm coming from. Yeah, because. Uh, as a story, because I'm a, a wrestling fan, for me, when it comes to fights, the, the, the main thing is the story. Why are these people fighting? Uh, you know, what, what has caused them to get to this point where they've got no other uh, recourse in life but to fight each other? Um, in this film, it was just kind of like, uh, you know, he comes back, uh, Adonis helps him out, and then they, you know, 
I just no, I really want to talk about. I'm going. I'm going to do a tangency with Cat uh, yeah. on the weekend, and I'm. Did going she watch to, it with you? Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. That well, that helps because yeah. otherwise she's just. Yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain why I think it could have been better. Now, I'm not saying it is an unwatchable film. The film is enjoyable. It's just not as good as the other two films have been, and it just felt. To me, there was some really clunky editing in there. And Sometimes you just don't need three movies. Yeah, true. But the weird thing was it was an hour and 56 minutes, but it felt really quick and it felt like they just needed more story in there. Uh, so, yeah, it's – I'm just – like, and as I said, like I'm wrong, obviously, because Rotten Tomatoes is – No, saying, you're not wrong. Everyone's allowed to have their opinion. Yeah, you, it's it's the, right, the right opinion for you. Yeah, yeah. But it's um it's just it's odd. So I mean, yeah, everyone else is loving it. I I, I want to go to Rotten Tomatoes and just see what score Creed One and Creed Two got because for me they're just better films. Mm. But you know this this is a, a serviceable film uh, if you like a you know boxing film like a fighting film. It's certainly it's certainly something you go and watch. Uh, but yeah, I'm just I just think there was a better film in there when you got such great actors as Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors and Tessa Thompson. There is, you know, just I just think there could be more. There could be more, you know, conflict before it makes, the, the, the the fisticuffs. The the first two kind of make sense. Um, the concept makes sense. My question is because they're kind of based on Rocky. Was there a Rocky three or another Rocky number where he goes into retirement and then comes back out? I'm pretty sure he went into retirement comes out in every Rocky film. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am clearly um, not someone who's seen any Rocky films at all. Have I have run up the steps in Philadelphia. I have. Yes. In 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 real life, I have. But um, uh, yeah, no, no, nothing about Rocky at all, apart from the song. Yeah, but I, I'll give a, a Creed three, uh, three and a half golden gloves. Three and a half golden gloves. Lovely. Well, on that note, uh, we might be back in a moment. So I had the opportunity to to watch some Oscar-nominated short films uh, which are getting released for a week only um, in the cinemas this week. You've got um, in WA, if you are in WA, um, you've got Lunar Leadable, Lunar Essex and Event in a Loo. If you are listening, um, you know, live on, on streaming or... Um, you know, the podcast within this week. Um, then there are lots of other places that it is showing, South Australia, Queensland, Victoria, Tasmania, New South Wales. There's plenty of places around Australia that are showing these short films and it's a great opportunity to see them because, honestly, when it comes to the Oscars, you, you end up getting to that point in the night and you're like, well, I don't really care because I've not seen any of them, so I don't know, I guess that one looks all right. Um so it was nice to actually finally have the opportunity to watch them and, you know, there is something really cool about watching a short film because it, it's kind of e- either it's really a, a short version of what could become a long film because often you see films um, that have been developed from a short film. It's kind of like the director saying, hey, this is my idea you know, we could flesh this out into a bigger one. Like the, the movie Evie. Though. I was just going to say, <laughs> yes, like our good friend Alex who uh, made the little short film Evie. Um, it's kind of like a here's a taste of what it could be. And then there's other ones where it kind of feels like the beginning of a story and you're like, ah, oh, really want to find out what happens. So it's kind of leaves you with this feeling of, you know, where could this go, which is kind of your classic short story. You kind of you enter the story halfway through and you leave it before it's kind of done, but it leaves you with this real feeling of, you know, intrigue. So, and that's what short stories and short films do best. So we've got five um, animated short films and five uh, live-action shorts. So I'll go through the live-action first. There's a movie called... I I don't, unfortunately... Uh, oh, I do have a listing, excuse me, um, of where they're from. So An Irish Goodbye uh, is obviously from the UK. So this has got a two brothers who have lost their mum to cancer and then um, the priest, who is quite a funny little gentleman, 
pulls out a list and says, oh, this was in her pocket before she died. It's like a bucket list. And one brother is like, come on, mate, we need to sell the farm. I want to go back to England. Let, let's be just done with everything. And the brother's like, uh, nah, mate, let's do this bucket list together with mum. So they've got her ashes and, like, he's forcing his brother to do all these things with him. So it's quite funny um, and touching at the same time. Um, you've got um, uh, Avula, I think is how it's pronounced. This is a Danish film. That's that's correct if it's made in Denmark, right? I think so. Okay, cool. So it's kind of depressing. Um, <sighs> it's based on a short graphic novel and it's got... Um, a daughter, uh, sorry, a, a sister who's basically um, her sister has run away for a particular reason and it, it doesn't become obvious until the end of the sh- movie why she's moved away. So it's, yeah, it's a bit full on, but it's interesting. Um, Les Pupelles, um, I don't think that's how you say it, but um, it's an Italian film and it's really cute. Uh, it's kind of... It's based really loosely on a, a letter um, that someone wrote and it's, it's, which is a very strange thing to say, but it's set in wartime. It's a little orphanage or like boarding school, really religious um, school with like the girls. There's like little girls and it's like at Christmas time. It honestly, it just kind of has to be seen to be understood. It's, it's another very cute kind of funny little movie. Um, Night Ride is from Norway and uh, a lady hops on a tram that's empty and starts driving it and then stuff happens on the tram. Uh, and the red suitcase, which probably for winning-wise, it's really hard for me to pick between the red suitcase, uh, Le Pupil and an Irish goodbye. They're my three favourites. But the red suitcase really felt like something I wanted to see developed into a, a larger film. Um, it's this woman gets off the plane in Luxembourg. Um, she's from Iran and it becomes obvious that she doesn't really want to go through the gates um, and leave the airport to meet whoever she's meeting. That's all I'm going to say about the film um, because it's really wonderful and I, I hope people get the opportunity to say it. Um, the animated shorts, you've got um, mostly funny ones in there. Um, I didn't get a chance to see The Boy, The Mole, The Fox and The Horse because you had to uh, request a different screener oh. for that one. So I didn't get a chance to see that one. That one's from the UK. The Flying Sailor was from Canada. Um, wasn't, wasn't into that at all. Um, Ice Merchants was Portugal, France and UK. Um, that was okay. Um, <laughs> and then there's the two that I really liked. One of them is an Australian animation and it's stop motion animation and it's called An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake and I Think I Believe It. Um, Why would they got ostrich not emu? I don't know. Maybe because it's being made for an international audience. Yeah, how many ostriches do you know that are in Australia? Not maybe, many. Maybe ostriches just funnier. Mind you, we did have like, uh, you know, hey, hey, it's Saturday. It was Aussie Ostrich, not Aussie Emu. Uh, Yeah. uh, Maybe. There's definitely someone who's um, voicing one of the characters definitely from New Zealand. Um, I don't know that that helps my case at all. But anyway, so uh, it follows a guy who's got like a sales job uh, at an office and then it's just, it's filmed in a, it's really filmed in a very smart, clever way. And I'll have to tell you off air um, just because it was very cool. And then can we say the word? No, I won't. Um, what the, word? Uh, this one here. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I've said it like three times on the show today, so I think you're fine. Have you? Yeah. Because I said that Kelly Reeves was a bit of a dick in... Okay, then I can say it. Cool. So the last film is from the USA and it's called My Year of Dicks um, and it's told in little chapters and it's a animation, obviously, uh, of a woman who is trying really hard to get rid of her virginity um, and to do it she she goes and try. it. So it's called Her Year of Dicks. Right. But kind of some of the dicks are not real dicks. They're just dicks in the way of, like, they're an a-hole. Right. Okay. So. 
<laughs> I, they're a dick in one sense, but yeah. not the other sense. Right. Like not yeah. the literal sense, yeah. but the metaphorical sense. Yeah. Anyway, it's quite Dating funny. is hard is what you're saying. Dating is hard, especially yeah. when you're like a teenager in 1991. So, Do you um, think so? Do yeah. you think it's, it's, I don't know. I just, it was said in 1991. Do you think it's harder then or it's harder now? Like, I don't you, know because I'm married. Yeah, I know. Just because I was, I was listening to the, the, the Savage Love cast and they were, they were talking about, uh, you know, people, apparently people are having less sex now than bef- ever before. Like they, they did a, there was a survey and it was like partly to do with, with people not being able to, to date. And I would have thought now it'd be easier to date with the whole apps and everything like that. But that's more of the, the hookup culture and those kind of things. Yeah, um, I'm, I didn't get – I was – yeah, married before all of that sort you're, of you're happened. You're pre-app, so. like I was. I, I was a pre-app. I was well, I was well pre-app. You're was, well pre-app. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I did have some some like online dating sort of scenarios. Yeah. I, I would have had like on the hook, computer. I would have had like hook up through MySpace. So that's that's how old I am. Um, <laughs> ASL, age, sex, location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me back to my teen years. ASL, so you can sign language as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes, but, that too. But the uh, yeah, so the, but it was interesting. They were saying that, like, uh, you know, back in the day. I mean, the thing is, like, they're, they're saying, you know, it, back in the day, the only way to like go out with somebody was to actually ask them, "Will you go out with me?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you can still do that today. But like, if you say to someone, "Will you go out with me?" and the answer is no, then that's kind of the end of it. Because if you keep on asking somebody, "Will you go out with me?" that's pretty much you know, sexual harassment at that point in time. Yeah, but then there's all these stories like, oh, he asked me to go out with me and I kept saying no and it's like the, you know, I, I just wore them down, just yeah. wore them down. But it's not really, it's not It's not cute. It's not a cute way. Unless you did it the way I did, which was to tell the person that I really like you and then they say, I just want to go out with you a few times and see whether it's going to work or not because I don't want to ruin our friendship and then say, cool, that sounds like a good idea and then invite them to every single movie that you have. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you said you wanted to, like, see how things are before you dive in. So we're married now, by the way, so it worked fine. (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's just interesting, like the uh, that 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 kind of dynamic. It's like you know, back in the day, I probably you shouldn't have done it. Like if if somebody you said you go out with me, and the person said, "Nah, look, I'm not interested. I just want to stay friends." You should really leave it at that because like you're badgering someone into going out with you is is not cool. No, um, not but really. uh, but now it's it's kind of like yeah, if the the person asks you out and they you get knocked back, that's kind of one and done. So you just got to move on to the next person. It takes a lot of bravery to say, "Hey." I like you, which has been my experience almost every relationship. I was always the – I'm pretty ballsy, it turns out. I was always the one who said, hey, I like you. Um, didn't always work out. I, I got burnt a couple of times, but, you know, yeah. I just hang around to the last one at the party and they've got no <laughs> choice. And they're like, quick, pick somebody before the lights turn on. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, but yeah, so that yes. was that was interesting uh, diversion uh, diversion there. Uh, We're really good at that. Yeah, we are. Creed one uh, out of interest. If anyone is still thinking about Creed, because I know I am, uh, <laughs> Creed one got ninety five percent on the tomato meter and eighty nine on the audience score, and that was three hundred fourteen reviews and fifty thousand plus uh, audience ratings. Uh, and then Creed uh, two. Uh, has 83% on the tomato meter with 312 reviews and 80% audience score with 5,000 plus reviews. So I'm going to be interested to see how like it progresses, like how Creed mm. 2 progresses uh, while, when they get more reviews and more audience scores to see if it stays at that 90% mark or whether it goes down at all. Um, so yeah, it'll be interested to see. But uh, yeah, I just, thought, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Mm. Um, did you score it? And I, or, I, I gave it three. Oh, you did too. You three and like a half. glove things, golden, golden gloves. gloves. Um, and just a reminder: the the Oscar shorts, the animated and live action shorts, are uh, in cinemas nationally this weekend and next weekend. I just thought I would correct that slightly. It's not just for one week. It's the third, fourth, and fifth of March, and then the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth of March. And if you are in WA, listening to us live. Um, on the station here, Radio Fremantle, Luna Essex in Fremantle, Luna Leaderville in, in Leaderville, um, and also Event Cinemas in Inaloo will be the three places uh, that are showing them. And I really think it's a good opportunity to see them because they were really, really good. 
So, um, but we might uh, go to some sponsors and come back. I feel like we still have stuff to talk about, but um, I, ge- always I, I guess I will ask Lewis and find out. So I mentioned earlier in the show that um, I will be heading off <clears throat> for a week or so um, at the end of March and the start of April. I am going to Melbourne, which coincides with the F1, because that's where we're going. Um, and the Melbourne Comedy Festival? We are going to try and see some stuff at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. There's a lot of things on and we haven't had an opportunity to, to look at stuff, to book it, but, you know, there's heaps of shows on, so um, I'm sure all the big ones are sold out, but that's all right. It means the cheaper ones are there, <laughs> which is what we can afford. I used to love going to Melbourne Comedy Festival, but then Fringe happened and uh, now... now uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I still remember going over um, with you and Kat and Di and Beck and John there as well. They were there as well, so yeah. was Eugene. It was a huge group yeah. of people and, um, yeah, it do was Do you remember uh, we, good stuff. we went to Dracula's? I do remember that yeah. because John picked me up yeah. and I was like, you can't pick me up and he did. Well, he and is, then I wanted him to put me down. He's like an MMA, MMA guy, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, he's got muscles. Yeah, but that Dracula no longer exists. There no. still is a Dracula on the Gold Coast, but Dracula's is going to be doing a tour of Australia and they've got dates that you can book tickets to now that are happening at um, Burswood. Apparently the Burswood Theatre, which surprises the hell out of me, but uh, there you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Look at you segue from Melbourne to, to Dracula's. <laughs> To something that's happening in Perth. Well done. I've got a Dracula's t-shirt. I haven't worn it yet. I should. I, I want to wear Crack it. Crack it out. I don't want to damage it. It's well, I, I got a, sh- a new shirt in the mail yesterday and it was my Carlos Sainz uh, Driver for Ferrari shirt that I'm going to be wearing proudly at the F1 because uh, Carlos Sainz is my favourite driver. Um and I know I'm doing an impersonation. I shouldn't be. There's a guy who... I, I want to go back in time uh, to, uh, I don't know, about, you know, 2000s. I guess where we met, really. Yeah. Uh, and just, just say, uh, you know, Rachel, one day, one day, you're going to be a fan of racing cars. I know. <laughs> and that Rachel go, get out of here. Look get out of here. Look what love That's does to you. Well, you know, never. it's not just Chris's fault. Um, it's Netflix as well because they have an awesome C- TV series, which... I was alerted to by we went to the cinemas one day and Susan, who you'd know Susan, regular yeah. reviewer, um, she was sitting behind me before the movie started, let I say that confidently, and she was talking about, oh, I've been watching this Drive to Survive. I'm not into F1 at all, but it's really interesting. There's all these politics and, you know, it's just so interesting the way it all works. I'm like, huh, I should watch that. Um, and then, of course, I did and really got into F1. So the latest season is out and Chris and I are watching it in preparation for the F1. We're getting super excited and then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to see, like, these drivers in in real life because sometimes you can – you go into the – they call it the Melbourne Walk when they're walking into the paddock to, to be where they are. You kind of stand there and hope for the best and see who you see and then sometimes they'll sign something for you and other times they're too busy and they'll keep walking. But anyway, Carlos Sainz is my favourite and the reason – I do that little voice is because there's a guy called Connor and I feel like he's Irish and he has all these episodes on YouTube where he is doing all of the driver's voices um, and his voice for Carlos Sainz is so spot on that if you close your eyes, you're like, that is Carlos Sainz. So it's not interesting to you or anybody else who doesn't like F1, but it's very interesting to me. Um, but while we're over in Melbourne, we're going to go to Echuca because it's not too far away from Bendigo, which is like my second home. Um, and at Echuca, they've really kept things very old school, like all the houses and all the, um, sorry, the shops and everything look like it's another century. And I think it's on purpose because so they can, you know, it's kind of the touristy thing. There's a, a paddle boat steamer and, and stuff like that. But they've actually got this really cool thing. It is an old penny arcade. Oh, sweet. So they've got about 40 to 50 old penny machines, some of them are not G-rated. Um, they're little like you put your eyes in and you see naked ladies. Um, like, like from the like, you know, ni- to turn of the century kind yeah, of 19- Yeah, so they've got machines that range from the 1900s to 1950s. Wow. So That's they've awesome. also got a really tiny little cinema in there that plays like movies from the 20s that just kind of like sit there and like Charlie Chapman and all that sort of stuff just kind of 
rolling on and then they've got, you know, fudge and ice cream and all that kind of cool stuff. But all these little penny machines still operational and part of like when you walk in there and pay your like to go in, you get pennies, real pennies. Wow. And you can really play these machines. So I'm super excited. Um, so I just thought I'd share that. Those old school like naughty videos yes. that you, you look at, they're so sweet and quaint. It's like <laughs> so by today's standard, they're they're really not that you know. It's like oh look, at, they're just jumping up and down and so it just it's so like you know you can show your son just going look at this. <laughs> he's, going, he's going oh my god, I've seen worse on YouTube. Oh um, god, please don't say that. <laughs> um, I remember I don't know if you ever saw these when you were growing up, but in my teens we found these pens where if you hold them one way, the clothes come off yeah, the person. Yeah. You remember them? Yeah. They were the funniest things out. We, and, you know, as a young teenager, you're like, oh, this is so dirty and naughty. Yeah. Like, you know, our version of dirty and naughty back then, like, you know, it's it's quite different to how things are now. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the kids today, whoa, Jesus, to access to too much stuff. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, yeah. But anyway. It's um. I, that Let's not great. go on that tangent. Yeah. I'll get too depressed. Exactly. That that sounds great. I, uh, I, I you'll have to give me the address of that place because uh, I'd love to go there. I mean, uh, where I come from in England, uh, actually not. I come from Fareham. My brother comes from Portsmouth, and there's a big channel in between, and that explains a lot about our relationship. Oh, um, ouch! But the uh, in Portsmouth, uh, where my brother's from. They they have like you know seaside arcades and uh, I remember that when I was a when there when I was fourteen mm. I remember these arcades it was just like that was one of the things I had to do when I when I went back there when I was uh, I think it was thirty four um, and so Kat and I went there and it was it was really cool to see that they're still there yeah, yeah. it's funny because um, I when I went to America which I realised now um, the other day so I I have a uh, when Harry met Sally screenplay which helped with my latest assignment and I've realised that it's been like 19 years since I first went to America and I'm feeling very old. But when I went, we went to the Jersey Shore, which is was damaged quite a lot when um, the they had a hurricane that came through. Anyway, and they've got like all those really cool stuff there. But when I went to San Francisco, I don't. you've been to San Francisco, haven't you? I have. Yeah. You're going to get really sad if you didn't find this place. So it was a huge hall at, you know, the really famous pier. Yeah. And it had all of these kind of machines in it. You could only look at them. You couldn't play them. Oh, right. But there was like hundreds of them. And yeah. it was very, very cool. So Because I, yeah. I went to the, the pier and because mm-hmm. uh, um, that's where all the, the ferries and stuff come into. Is that that? Yes. Uh, is that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Kat, Pier 39, yeah. I want to say. Cat and I were there and uh, we were having a coffee or something like that. So I, she was sitting facing the coffee shop. I was sitting facing out where people were walking by in the background and um, Cat's afraid of, petrified of snakes. And uh, there was a guy who wa- walked past her with the biggest snake I've ever seen. Just hanging around. Just just, just walking past with this snake. And uh, I said to Cat, I just looked at Cat and I went, just eyes on me. Eyes on me, just keep looking this way. Just keep looking this way. Just keep looking this way. Until the guy was out of shot and she's like, why, why did you do that? This is why. And she's like, thank you. That's, that's really cool because yeah. she would have, yeah. She literally runs. If she sees a snake, she runs. Oh, my so. mum can't even look at like a lizard in a book without screaming and closing the book. Yeah. So it's, it's normal. And when you think about evolutionary wise, we were supposed to be scared of snakes. So good for her. Yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. Anyway, we're going to get out of here and we will see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.